my name is Tom Satino. I'm with the Members Relations Department at the Federal Home Loan Bank of New York. And I'm here with uh, the head of LIBOR Transition, Ray Shinazuka. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. How are you doing, Tom? Good, thank you. So this is podcast number two. We have uh, six podcasts in this series. Today, we're going to be covering how the Federal Home Loan Bank is leading the charge with uh, the transition from LIBOR to the Secured Overnight Funding Rate, or SOFR. So, Ray, can you uh, kind of just hit upon some of the high-level uh, things that the Federal Home Loan Bank system is doing uh, to assume this role of leading the charge? Sure. I think the first question is, why the Home Loan Bank? I think that's a, that's a, uh, a question that uh, one could ask. And, and, you know, the answer is really it's the size. The Federal Home Loan Bank is the largest agency market in the world. It's uh, well over a trillion dollars in uh, agency debt. Mm-hmm. As a consequence, it's also been the largest LIBOR-indexed floating rate note issuer. So these, these are floating rate bonds uh, indexed to LIBOR, so, uh, to the size of maybe $300 billion. And that's to date as of uh, January 2020? That number's probably come down because we have actually replaced some of that with uh, SOFR, uh, SOFR debt. But uh, I would say that's a kind of a nice running rate that's been going on. And then, and then finally... The Federal Home Loan Bank has been a uh, real heavy user of derivatives for 20 plus years, maybe maybe 30 years. Uh, and uh, fairly recently, uh, I looked it up, it's about $600 billion notional of uh, derivatives use. So uh, it's a place where we can, uh, we, we can start making a, uh, a big difference in terms of on the issuance side, on the derivatives use side. And uh, helping to create the uh, SOFR index cash market, because you have to remember that started only in uh, July of 2018. And uh, we, we, we came into the market in uh, November. November, correct. And by uh, the middle of 2019, we were the world's largest uh, SOFR issuer. We made up something like about half the market. So uh, what can the Federal Home Loan Bank do to promote SOFR? Well... A lot of it is to help establish that it's a viable market, and I think that uh, we have uh, succeeded very well there. It's to roll out on a large scale this new type of instrument, and there are some intricacies that make it different from LIBOR, and we talk about that a little bit on our next podcast. I think we're going to go through some of that, but I think it's important to roll it out, show that it's viable, show that there's a market there, uh, demonstrate that uh, it can be traded, priced, the execution and the settling all work. So I think that was a big, important role that the uh, Home Loan Bank system did. Okay. Ray, what does this mean for, for Federal Home Loan Bank of New York members? Uh, how how uh, can the Home Loan Bank's involvement in the transition help our members? Well, certainly the debt market is very linked to our uh, our lending. So Basically, having access to the market, being able to uh, make markets in SOFR is highly beneficial because we can turn around and effectively lend those products at uh, very attractive rates to our members, uh, to our depositories, insurance companies, CDFIs. And so I think that's the very direct way in which it happens. Uh, somewhat more indirectly is, is, as I mentioned, the creating that demand for SOFR uh, investment securities. Uh, so, you know, uh, all of our borrowings become investments. They're assets on the, uh, for the investment side. And then the third role, as I uh, mentioned about our heavy use of derivatives, is uh, we can create that uh, market demand and permit the 
the uh, sulfur derivatives market to uh, to really start growing and uh, in terms of liquidity, term, volume, and, and so on. Ray, I know the home loan bank system has been doing a lot of work on this effort. But what are the next steps with regards to the federal home loan banks transitioning away from LIBOR over to sulfur? Yeah, I think a lot of it is going to be more of the same. It's uh, more promotion of the sulfur product, uh, more outreach like we're doing right now. One of the things that we are going to be doing is we're we are actually going to effectively cease new LIBOR transactions by the end of the first quarter. So that right. was actually a regulatory request of our own regulators, the uh, Federal Housing and Finance Agency. Mm-hmm. And that's really going to accelerate the move. It's going to increase the demand for alternatives kind of up and down. And uh, we really want to be there for our members uh, to help them with their transition as well. Sure. And I know members have state chartered uh, banks and other financial institutions in New York State have the regulatory directive uh, from the Department of Finance to submit a plan for their transition from LIBOR over to SOFR. And uh, that was uh, initially due in February. I believe they got an extension. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. All right, Ray. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time again today. And uh, stay tuned again for our podcast number three. Um, that is titled Jumping on the Sofa Bandwagon, and then that'll talk a little more about uh, you know, what the financial industry uh, needs to do and needs to think about in uh, doing their uh, transition over to Sofa. So, again, thanks very much, Ray. Thank you, Tom. 